Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Good morning from the Pacific Northwest. It's Steve. I'm Steve Schultz, uh, founder, along with my wife, of both the Elijah List, ElijahList.com, and Elijah Streams that you're watching. You see flowers behind me. We are celebrating today the 100th episode of uh, Wednesdays with Cat and Steve. So we're going to talk about that in, in just one second, talk about that a little bit more. And then, of course, Cat's got some a great message for today and some questions and answers So if, if we have time. So it's going to be a great, fun, fun-filled day, but welcome to the broadcast. A very quick announcement. Let's see. First of all, Cash Patel will, will be back with us tomorrow. So don't miss that as far as far as prophets and patriots. But we're going to do American Warriors real quick. So let me read this to you. Paul Lesher, Lesher, I hope I'm saying that right, was a young man enraged by the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor and quickly enlisted in the army. Uh, he found himself on the front lines of World War II in Europe, directly fighting some of the biggest battles of the war, coming face to face with Germans behind en- enemy lines. He has some fascinating stories to tell, and this is part of it. Go ahead. Yeah, we had to be frequently behind enemy lines. Or you might say ahead of our lines. It was hell and destruction everywhere we went. But we were here in this southern area and we were sent back up to the Battle of the Bulge, and that's where it was so cold. It it was colder than it had been in a long, long time. But it's a good thing we were as young and healthy as we were, or we wouldn't have made it. Wow, great story. you got to see today's episode of American Warriors. And here are the places to look on Rumble. We're at American Warriors 22, or you can just type American Warriors at Rumble. And on YouTube, it's American Warriors 22, or just type American Warriors on YouTube, and you'll be right there. So uh, my brother and I produced these together. It's a great, these are great stories. Many of them give glory to God. And you hear, you know, it's 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 good to honor those who went before us uh, and fought for our freedom. You know, we were attacked on December 7, um, December 7, 1941, and uh, the world was never the same. So we are in crucial times even now. So this this is good to remember those who went ahead of us and fought for us. So we honor uh, we honor. I just put his name down, but we honor him. So, all right. Well, it's time to bring in. Um, <sighs> brain's gone. It's time to bring in Cat for Wednesdays with Cat and Steve. So here we go. Well, Cat, we're a hundred today. That's amazing, isn't it? One hundred <laughs> weeks. We are a hundred. Yeah, a hundred shows, hundred weeks. Uh, I see the blue. Oh, they added a balloon since I last saw you. Boy, your 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 balloons there are. <laughs> are multiplying. I have yes. flowers that were sent. These flowers behind me were sent as a celebration and they pre-gave me my cake. We're going to show your cake in a minute. Here's my chocolate cake. Look at this piece. This is one 
piece. One slice. Wow. <laughs> I may take a bite, uh, but and this is the actual full cake. Happy hundred. Yummy. They sent that to me. So they they gave you a cake. Let's bring your cake in and show it to me while I take a bite. Oh man, this is Here's so good. The cake right oh. here. Oh, oh look at that. What does it say, Jen? It says eat cake. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Right. And it's chocolate also. There you go. And 100th anniversary. 100th chocolate. Episode. 100th episode, it says. That's there you so go. good. You know, they call, they call. Yay, there's a <laughs> There you go. You know, they call white cake angel food cake, but I think chocolate cake is actually angel food cake. So. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I've determined that. So. Hey, so you've seen Jesus love loves sweets. What kind of cake does he like? All cakes. <laughs> <laughs> he loves sweets. He really does love sweets. And I think one of the things, believe it or not, that really changed the way I thought of life in the throne room was the time they took me in there and there were sweets lined up about 50 steps up to the wow throne. are you serious and the, the son were sitting there he was eating a piece of cake <laughs> people on earth probably would think oh no that would never happen yes it would it, it's a family we're a family up there and god is our father he has all these kids that will be coming home his sons and daughters and they do plan amazing events some of them are fun that is so good in, in heaven you don't gain weight no. Right now, if I just look at this cake, I gain one. So, oh my goodness. Well, you know, happy 100th episode. You know, little did we know two two years ago, just right at right at the two-year anniversary where, yeah. where Johnny, some may have heard me say Johnny Enlow texted me. Yeah. He says, you're supposed to do 10 days in a row with Kat Kerr uh, before the election. So I said, yeah. oh, I did the Forrest Gump thing where I go, okay, you know, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know if you would say yes. We weren't doing this, that we weren't doing daily shows at the time. And so you said yes, and we jumped in, and God just breathed on this thing. Yes, he did. And put his favor, and, and this ministry has exploded. I assume yours has too. So yes, it has. It, it's just been an amazing ride. So what else? Tell us something else about. Well, I think I also mentioned at one time, the father actually had been talking to me since you told me about what Johnny Enlow said, that you probably need to do more than just the 10. So don't be surprised. He actually said, don't be surprised. Well, I was surprised. And here we are 100 weeks later. Wow. It's just wild. Just think, Steve, how much the world and the body of Christ has received revelation about heaven itself, how they operate what happens in the throne room, what the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit look like, what their actions are, activities, how they operate heaven, and things to come, and revelation on things from the past, has filled the heart and the soul of so many, probably millions of people by now, all over the world have been changed because you listen to God and to Johnny Enlow, and so did wow. I. <laughs> it was so fun. By the way, in case anyone wonders, I've no, only known about this cake. Just It got delivered about 10 o'clock today or maybe 9.30, somewhere in there. Uh, and I thank my staff, uh, Dennis, Julie, all those that were involved, and the whole staff. Um, they had talked about doing something on the 100th, but I didn't know I was going to get cake. 
and my favorite cake of all, angel food cake, which is chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> hey, chocolate cake is my very favorite yeah. in the whole world. And I just found out about it just now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because when you found out, I, you, I said, I think there's a cake for you. And you go, where's my cake? Where's my fun. cake? <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. I love it. So, well. God is in a celebratory mood. And you did yes. say just before we went on the air, you said they're eating cake in the throne room. And I said, did you just see that? Yeah. And you said, yeah. Did. I so. did see it. They're eating cake. Everyone in their thousands and thousands and thousands of people can fit into the throne room of God. And uh, they all have cake. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there was a, was it the coming victory, which to them, you have to understand they've already been there. Yeah. When I say the coming victory is the coming victory for us, but they have already been in the victory since they go to the beginning to the end and the end to the beginning. They've already seen it happen, people. So, yes, yeah. we'll be celebrating and eating cake soon. Uh, and when you do, I'll be doing it with all of you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, you know, there was a time, if you go back seven, eight years ago, about the time I met you, I thought, I don't know if, I wouldn't have known about this cake thing, but you had talked about amusement parks. I'm going, I don't know. I'd like to believe that, but I don't know. Well, I have no, you know, in the in the ensuing days, I have uh, in years, in this case, I have no question whatsoever that God has fun, that God eats cake, that God has yeah. enjoyable times. You've talked about extreme sports and you've yeah. even talked about people that love cars will car collect and people have will have their... Can it be said that people have hobbies in heaven? Would that be a uh, a thing? Yeah, I think what they do the most in heaven is what their hobby was on the earth. Okay. Uh, we all carry a gift in us. When he sends us, he already puts it in us. Mine's a photographer. That's actually, I am a photographer. That's what I really am. That's what he made me. That's what he sent me to earth as a photographer. And when I go home in heaven, I'll have my own studio. And do supernatural things with photography. I, I wow. cannot wait, but I will wait. I will wait yeah. till I get there. So that's what you do. The thing well, you love the most, the passion that you have. That way, his purpose always was. He said, your gifts are without repentance, which means he's, and you're not, he's not going to take them away. Because that's what you will do in heaven. Whether oh, you good. sing, whether you teach dance, whether you have rodeos, uh, you know, cars, wow. theme parks. Uh, they have movies in heaven. They capture them. They don't have to produce them. They actually capture them. And what you see is live action in heaven. Now you have I to understand that. in heaven, they don't even have to have, um, what do you call that? Ratings. There's no yeah. ratings. They're all G-rated or, or fun-rated. There's fun-rated. There's excitement, intensity, beauty, wonder, splendor in all of the movies made in heaven. And even Amazing. you can be in them just by signing up in heaven for them. But you see a lot of people that was their gift on the earth. Doing that in heaven, if they receive Jesus Christ as a savior, you will surely use your gift. I have so one working good. in Christmas Town, my brother. Uh, my wow. other brother is writing music and playing music in heaven. My dad is running all over heaven, probably helping God with things. Or at the <laughs> MM parks, that would be mobile mansion parks. I know what they're doing because that was their passion. You know, uh, you and I are not that different as far as photography. When I, I was part of the photography club in high school, the, the annual, on the annual team. And then I did portrait photography for not a living for a second income. So I did weddings and I yeah. did portraits. But, you know, yours was nature, which I love. 
But Dreen's better at that than I am. But uh, but I was a portrait guy. I wanted to capture awesome. portraits in a way that that would be you know very very complimentary and and creative. So yeah. you know I don't know if I'll do that in heaven or not, but we'll see. I guess. I'm sure you will if you loved it that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you know there's six. There's a, a family of eight, six kids, and I was the first one to get a camera. You know, back in those days, you had that little brownie or the brownie little thing. Brownie camera, you're yeah. right about this big. Yeah. You couldn't do anything with the lens, but take a picture the way that lens was made. Yeah. It was stationary. You couldn't do any enhancements on your photography, could you? Yeah. And may, yeah. mostly in the beginning, black and white film. In the beginning, yeah. black and white film. Yeah, and then when color came out, it was so amazing. And you'd, get, <laughs> you'd have either... People don't understand who come up today where they you can take unlimited photos. You had 24 or 36 exposures. But I remember this, even the smell of that film. And it just, oh, it smelled so good. Fresh film, you know, and you'd put it in there and you'd, you'd take very careful. But you didn't get to see them sometimes for weeks later. Uh, I love the way it is now better. But I, yes. but you, but it's missing the, the smell of the film. And I, of course, I'd work in the dark room and I would... You know, you do all the creative things with the with in the dark room that was you so know, fun. No, I do, still so. have. Uh, I lo- it's called S. Is that camera like the thirty five millimeters? Were the first ones made that had a thirty five millimeter lens, which means you got better pictures. If you yeah. wanted to enhance them, you bought different colored lenses and screwed them on the front of the camera. Totally. Blue, yellow yeah. to cause different effects for your camera. That's called SLR cameras, single lens reflex, which means you yeah. couldn't. Really put a different until they came up, of course, with the with the um, I can't even remember what they're called. Well, they got well now they call them a DSLR, so it's a digital SLR where you yes. can now look at it right the second it. after you take it. Yeah, they combine it. When I was at summer camp, you know, I met Doreen the third year I was at summer camp, but the first two years I I uh, pioneered the photography program for the campers. So that was awesome. the photography they would pay to take that class, and we would have them all take their pictures and then i would go in the dark room and develop color slide film oh that's and, cool and then that on saturday night we cool sh- on saturday night we show yeah on the saturday night we show the slides with music uh and it was all time oh better. i did i did it was fun you know everyone looked forward to saturday night where we see the slides for that for that week it was very very fun you know so well, Jen anyway. and I- uh, even now, we we have we have so many different cameras and all kinds of attachments and stuff like that. Um, we when we do a cruise, when we speak on a cruise, we have workshops. One of those workshops is basic photography workshops. Really? Really? And everybody's encouraged to bring their camera, use their phones. We teach them how to take the best pictures of their cruise, or and how to use light, how to stand people properly. And we love it, except actually using our gifts. So, yeah, we That's still so do good. things with that. I didn't know you did that on the cruise. Oh, wow. Yeah, we do. We do. Wow, that's very, very good. Yeah, it was fun, fun. I, I had a deal with Kodak where Kodak sent me their best uh, teaching materials, and it was professionally produced. It was fun. Photography was a lot of fun, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's hard to get that. Oh, I love the smell of photography developing. <laughs> <laughs> it was and so that's good. a weird smell, so you'd have to. Yeah, really- it's kind of a weird. Well, you know, it's got it's got you know the developer. The yeah. let's see, it's the developer, the fixer, and then there's a there's a third one. Now it's it's I'm rusty on it. Now there's three chemicals, and you put them through that. But you had you had techniques back then, especially in black and white, 
with yes. dodging and burning. If something was underexposed, you'd, yes. you'd cover everything else and expose it more during the enlargement. Well, I, I love even just talking about photography, but oh, I don't do as much. I only, the only thing to take pictures of now is teaching people how to do it, or I do um, host, I take pictures of the host, and we also teach a workshop, host ID, and we teach you through the film and the pictures that I've taken what a real cloud formation is or what activity in the spirit realm is and then what the hosts look like yeah. in the sky, which is awesome. Then we go outside and we do it on the cruise ship too. And everybody, the hosts have gathered and they all take pictures. Wow. Now, Kat, is, what I understand is people's hobbies and gifts, they are the, just as much as you and I are, are – are talking about the fun with photographer they yes. would, photography they would be talking about the same thing in heaven with cars you said cars and, i was and taken to an antique car show but the cars were not actually old nothing ages in the spirit realm there's no aging so that wasn't it. but they were really uh awesome looking cars some were new designs some were very old designs you know god can remake anything he wants to and this person on the earth, that's what they did. That was their gift to create car shows, some old, some futuristic ones. And when they died and went to heaven, he already had a place made for them uh, with his special places to put on shows and stuff with the cars. Wow. And I know you all are probably saying, well, what about what about preaching the gospel? What about soul winning? Number one, there's no soul winning in heaven. You've already done <laughs> right. that. That's why you're there. It's done. You have to understand um, the fivefold ministry is not used much. It was made for the earth yeah. that was set in place so god could have some structure to the fivefold ministry and they would understand what that was and what their part in that was and they would specialize in a certain field like they would do revivals they would do healing ministries they would do teaching they would share the word of god and teach it all kinds of different things with the fivefold ministry on the earth but in heaven you already have that and yeah. heaven you've already got all that the one thing they do in heaven is you go to royal university which teaches you what ruling and reigning with Christ through the through all of eternity, what they will look like. It will prepare you for some things that they will take us and let us do. So that part is still there. That part of it will be there. But but mostly there's no soul winning. Nobody has to get filled with the Holy Spirit. He's right there next to you talking. Um, so you have to think, what else is there then? And people have for, for centuries said, well, we're going to all worship. And every church I ever went to would talk about, we'll all get together, lay our crowns at his feet, and we'll all bow down for all eternity. And I had people who actually thought heaven would be boring. And I went, no, with a God that created, that made this earth, there's got to be more than that. That was before they started taking me to heaven. And boy, is there a lot more than that? And the so father good. said, I can't leave the fun side out. If yeah. I'm your father and you are coming home as sons and daughters, I would have to have places prepared for you to have fun. And he did. So what he did was whatever gift he gave you, whether it's, it could be singing, creating music, it could be baking. That is an art in heaven. Baking or food preparation. Restaurants are there because people owned them on the earth, wanted them, always wanted them. Uh, they create some different clothing and apparel. Well, I was going to ask you about that. Can I, have fun. I was going to ask you about that a, mi a minute ago. So if someone says, I love to make clothes or I love to fashion clothes, you know, you said that I did a I did a show, which I did every yeah. week. So someone that makes clothes would do a fashion show in heaven. That's right. They would make things and then yeah. they'd have a show. And then they would give them away because nobody wow. pays for anything in heaven. You use your gift for everybody in heaven, no matter what that is. 
There's campgrounds in heaven. There's all wow. kinds of places to go. In the Mountain of Spices, there's things to do. You know, in the Valley of the Falls, there's all kinds of things to do there. And the so other places good. I was shown in heaven, those most of them were for uh, for having family time because you still spend time with your family in heaven uh, and do things together. You meet new people, have new friends. You're always, always uh, fellowshipping. Fellowshipping doesn't mean you just sit around a table and eat. It means you're going to different events that are going on in heaven all the time. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Then there's throne room activity where you get so undone when you worship, you're caught up into the air uh, in the throne room and it's, you get you get totally undone with the wow. waves and the love of God consuming you. And you are so glad that Christ died on the cross for us. We had an opportunity. We came from heaven. We lived in the Father. He made a way back to him. And that's what the Bible says. And that was by his son yeah. giving himself to carry all sin, evil and wickedness, nail it to the cross. So you could choose him to forgive your sins and then you would have a way back to heaven and forever and ever and ever be together uh, with all those you love and those who you only take to heaven people. You can't take things to heaven. Okay, you don't need him, number one. He's got so much stuff up there for you, but you won't need the souls you can take, those you share the gospel with, win to Christ, you know, your family members who know Christ and yeah. you're together forever and ever. They may have left you. They have moved to heaven early and you're not there. And I know people really sorrow, but because of releasing revelation on heaven itself, it really has helped with the grief thing. People actually can picture the family members doing things all over heaven, preparing them for them to come one day and be with them. Even all the little babies, every single little baby that passed, they're all in heaven. And if they're yours, they will be waiting for you when you get there. So good. Now, I know we're going to talk about things about Halloween things yes. in just a moment, but one last question is there photography and cars and sewing and shows in heaven because it was on earth first or is it the other way around it is the other way around everything it says in the bible every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of lights that would be god our father we were little lights living in him he timed our birth on the earth he knew the gift we would carry and would use even on this earth. So you use it because it is there. God did already have it in heaven. Of course, there's nothing defiling, nothing profane, nothing like that exists in heaven. None of the movies have any, any horror stuff or any of the wicked stuff. None of that's in heaven. But the gift he put in you, whether it was making the best spaghetti sauce on the earth, that's what you'll do in heaven. That is your no. gift. Not, not my spiritual gifts. That's why there's surf parks. That's why there's... Uh, that's why there's all kinds of things and do together with your family, places to go with the Lord, to be alone with the Lord and say things to him that you always want to say. Uh, Passionate Paradise is about the love of God. It's a place he takes you to honor all the things you've done with your life. There's so many things. There are beautiful things to do up there and places to go. There's adventure. There's excitement. And, wow. and there's fun. It's part wow. of heaven. It was always there. So good. So that's good. And I have Paul didn't know what to say when he saw things. He didn't even know how to explain them because they didn't have them on the earth yet. But yeah, I mean, I can them. I can imagine him uh, seeing an amusement car uh, park or old cars, and yes. and saying, "I've seen things that I'm not even allowed to to tell you about." And I always thought, "Well, this must be something so holy that." But I'm now I'm beginning to wonder if it was just the simple things that there would be no good for, such as. 
photography, which didn't yeah. exist, you know, and, and highways fashion in the shows. Sky. Say again. Highways in the sky that you highways in the sky. Highways in the sky. In the sky in heaven. That would really get him, I'm sure. <laughs> oh man, someday I'm going to ask him what all he saw. I, I want to know that answer. Well, we better jump into what you have for today. Um, but this has been really fun going down. Uh, some of this is memory lane, but I've got my cake here. I may take a yeah. bite, but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, jump in where you want to go and, and um, tell us what, what what's on your heart for today. We know God made this earth for a purpose. Number one, he wanted us to have a body. When we lived in him, we had little spiritual bodies. He wanted to make it possible for us to have a physical body for all the time. So he made a physical, a, a, this whole, you know, this whole place out there in space is physical. What we can see, what we can send uh, ships to and, you know, spaceships to and circle and take pictures. That is called the physical realm. Most okay. of the, most of the places are spiritual realm places, spiritual realm places. I sound like a southern girl right now. Anyway, so he made this physical earth so you could have a physical body. So he came up with the whole plan for a man and a woman to get married, fall in love, get married, and have a family. And at the time of conception, uh, from the man and the woman, okay, when they knew each other as husband and wife, then he would send a little spirit of life from himself. He says in the Bible, I knit you together in your mother's womb. He's oh, yeah. not talking about putting your arms and legs on. He's talking about knitting that little spiritual body to that dot of flesh. And your spirit man grows right along on the inside of your physical man. And then one day, when you're, whenever that day is, when you pass from this life, when you pass, when you die, that spirit man steps out of your physical body. It looks just like you, okay? It has all of its thoughts and, and the memories and, of his family and all that stuff like that. And that spiritual body, that's what goes to heaven. Your flesh rests. On the day the dead in Christ shall rise, that is your bodies. But it's not your spirit man and your soul. That cannot die. It would never be sleeping anywhere. That's why they come to take you to heaven. And good. so you live in heaven, which is a spiritual world. You have a spiritual mansion. All the stuff on your property is yours. Yes, you eat, you sit, you enjoy all the stuff God gave to you. Your family, your friends come. You go to their places and enjoy what God made for them. And it says those mansions are made not by human hands. I'm sure the Lord had a lot to do with the building and design of it. And they're great designers. Some is very supernatural. You know, uh, uh, that's what I would call it, very supernatural, even beyond what you call modern. But some is very beautiful and amazing. They know exactly what you want. So they had all that plan. And it was going along fine until Satan got, mm. got his face involved, decided he was going to take over Earth since he was kicked out of heaven. I'll remind you all that. Satan was kicked out on a lightning bolt. I'm sure it fried part of his brain, which is why some people who are, are evil can't think very well. Yeah. And then when you get around those evil people and want to be a part of them, something happens to your brain too. So I have nothing to do with wicked, evil people. I'm just letting you know right now. But Satan lost. The day he thought he was going to take over heaven, he was kicked out. The day in hell, he thought he would, would uh, torture the Son of God. That didn't go well either. You know, he failed again. He failed. Yeah, epic fails. <laughs> Good. Right now, people around this world, because the wicked and the evil are going to fail miserably along with Satan. This is not the time for their, them to have their takeover. Uh, I'm not even sorry, but it's not time to take over, although he's trying. 
He's going to fail miserably. Justice is coming. Holy Spirit is making me say that right now. Okay, so when Satan decided I'm taking over, you know, remember some of the 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 walker, the watcher angels were sent to the earth to help educate man. Some of them decided to follow Satan. They became worshipped as gods on the earth. They introduced human sacrifice, all kinds of black arts and, and magic and stuff. That came from Satan. Today in this world, the wicked evil stuff going on is from one being. His name is Satan, okay? He is only the Lord of the flies who can't beat over the Lord of the hosts. So I might remind him of that because these days are glory days. And God had told me several years ago, the fire is coming to be baptized. Everybody baptized in the fire of God. And also the days of glory, carrying the glory that you created for Christ, releasing it all over this world. The Bible says the knowledge and the knowing and understanding of the glory will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. And the waters cover two-thirds of, of this world. So that's a lot of glory being released. And it's entered like a shock wave. It'll pass through you, through people in buildings. People run up to get saved when that happens. So God's not willing. In case you all wondered if he forgot about us, God has not changed his plans and he will not change his plans. The plans made by the evil one, the Lord of the flies, is going to fail miserably and everybody who's a part of that will go down the hole with him. Um, they will be like dust, not remembered. They'll have no power, no property, no place, no say, nothing. So don't be concerned about what the evil is doing. Why not start talking about what God himself has got planned? The days of greater glory, the fire of God coming, the money, the money. Remember the money thing that's going to come from the wicked. It's going to be given to the just and the righteous. More money than the wicked has ever had. The body will have that you wow. will have it. If you've been faithful and just, and that's what it's laid up for, it is going to happen. It has not happened yet. The, they're not even doing the great, the works, let alone the greater works. So there's too many things that we still have to do in this world. He's not done. I've been taken well over 150 years into the future. Now it was 100, it's over 150. And the, and the tribulation had not come. Okay, things were the greatest they'd ever been. And creativity was so wonderful. People were amazed. Your life got easier and better. Okay, God also in these days coming will erase the great area that says there is no God. So you can you can throw that in the trash. There is no God. He's about to show up and show off on behalf of all of us. He knows what his plan is. He knows exactly what's happening right now behind the closed doors of the just and the righteous. And the so wicked okay. are going to find out real soon what was planned behind those closed doors that they so, had. So they don't believe in God anyway. They're about to suck his fire. That's what's going to happen. And then they'll be like dust on this earth because he does have a plan for you and I. And I can't wait to see it happen. I am celebrating what's heaven doing. They are celebrating these days coming on the earth. They're not upset. They're scared and afraid of the wicked, evil beings on this earth, not the spiritual or the physical. God holds the air they breathe, and they better watch out. So good, so good. Now, Kat, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, a lot of people, and I think Christians as well, uh, not myself, because I've never wanted to be scared. <laughs> but a lot of Christians go, man, I just love scary movies. I, I don't believe in witches and warlocks and, and, and ghosts, but I just love at Halloween time going to scary movies and being so scared. It's so fun for me. Talk about that. I think that's a bad plan, people. It's, it's enough to talk about with the wicked evil. 
people, the, the flesh are doing on the earth. But when you start glorifying and seeking out and craving horror movies, that is the enemy working on your soul, okay? Uh, normally, as a believer in Christ who knows him, who's seen his miracles happen, have read his word over and over again, would not want anything to do with horror. Horror comes from hell. And that that vacation, that's what Satan thinks it is. Halloween, you need to know what the first part of that word means. Did you ever think about it? Okay, hallowed ground is holy ground. Wow. When Satan can get property or buildings or movies or haunted houses or witches operating, that makes evil hallowed. Wow. Halloween is a wicked day created by Satan to get your kids to look at these things and think they're fun, but all he's doing is tagging them. And I'm telling you, don't take your kids to no haunted house or anything to do with that. They will tag them. What does that mean, tag them? That means the enemy will put a mark on them that they willingly entered into something that was, that wicked and evil is still horror. Horror is not in heaven. It is not in the heart of God. The horror comes from hell. So when you're interested in hell's plans or their ideas, you get a mark. You go to a movie theater to see something like that, you get a mark. They mark you. They sit on these platforms over top of the doors of all these R-rated movies or wicked evil movies, satanic movies, and you get urinated on, I'm just going to be honest, by the demons sitting over that Gee. door. Feel it. Wait, you wait, have a mark. wait. You went by that really fast. Say that again, what you just said. You get urinated? In every movie theater. There are platforms created by Satan. And he positions a demon over the door. You walk into the movie theater to see that movie. And when you go in, you get urinated on. That's their mark. And it leaves a visible mark in the spirit realm. And no matter where you go after that, they will, they will, they will look for you. So they pull you into something else and get you deeper and deeper into darkness. They'll get you to go to seance. They get to have your palm read. They'll, whatever, every time you do something like that, you get another mark on you. Satan has a mock graveyard. And if you do that enough times, he puts your name on those gravestones. What I've about, been in heaven. Hmm? What about, it's not Halloween and somebody just says, man, I just think it's so fun to watch zombie movies where supposedly these dead people are walking around. It's not, it's not Halloween. I'm just watching zombie movies. What about that? I wouldn't watch anything that represents anything of evil. There is no dead walking around. That is yeah. not, that's what Satan would like to do. And if he could pull everybody out of the graveyard, make them wicked and let them walk around doing horrible things, he would do that, but he can't. He is not over life itself. So he tries to go after people who are alive to use them. And I can tell you, if you watch enough violent movies, you will be violent. As a man thinketh in his soul, so is he. Okay, that's what you will do. That's what you will follow after. That's what you will look for. So I encourage people, don't say, don't see any of it. Don't participate anywhere. Never go to any place that Satan is represented in any way. Witches are not good. They are all wicked. They're wicked. They even make movies called Satan. They named wicked. And the one thing that, that Satan will try to fool people with in the future, I'll just let you know right now, yeah. is that witchcraft is good. And he'll show witches performing uh, miracles and things. But all mm. Satan has to do is take the sickness off people he put on there 
and it will appear that those witches healed them. I've just got to be honest, people. Yeah. You need to understand, have nothing to do with October 31st except for this. Did you know that was Reformation Day? Did you it was know all that saints. Was it was everything was reformed. And when that when that when those articles were nailed to the church door for people to have freedom in their life, to have the word for themselves, October 31st is Reformation Day. Yeah, it's a, they also call it All Saints Day. I remember being when that happened, and yet Satan stole that day. You know, I had an, an encounter. Yes. It was that profound, so I would call it an encounter. It's not that I saw something. I was in Europe by myself. I shouldn't have been there because I needed an assistant, but I was there, and it was October 31. Um, I think I was mildly aware that it was All Saints Day, which is one of yes. the names they call it. Yes. And the bell started tolling, and it wasn't very far away. There was a church because they got churches all over Europe. They started yes. tolling on October 31. And Cap, the spirit fell all over me on October 31, yeah. All Saints Day. And I knew that I knew right. this was not Halloween doing this. This was All Saints Day. And, yeah. and what do you think about that? I was going to say also, you can either call it Reformation Day or All Saints Day. Those are both two holy things. Uh, that represents what God wants us to have and to know about. So Satan, when he looked for this fake holiday he wanted, he decided to, he always will go after what God has. He always does it. He'll mock things that belong to God, images and places, and make them evil and say they always belong to him. No, nothing belonged to him. Hell doesn't even belong to him. Okay, that was made for his abode because he was kicked out of heaven. But but yeah, you're right. You're right, Steve. That is a day to be hallowed for God. It is not yeah. Halloween. I have no participation. I'm even going to have a sign made. A really big one that says we don't do demons here. We celebrate uh, yeah. All Saints Day. We celebrate Revelation. Revelation. We celebrate the life of God at this place. If anybody comes to our door, they get a little thing that talks about Jesus Christ. Well, it makes me think of the fact that you know uh, the, the enemy specifically and purposely perverted October thirty-one. Yes. Because simply because it was it was meant to be that way. You know, I I can even go back. Doreen and I found out starting about eighty-eight that God would visit us in a way, not, not that I'm seeing him in person, but on October 31, he would visit us. And of course, we knew that it has nothing to do with Halloween. God yeah. was giving us encounters and confirmations on, he picked, it was like a day that he picked, yeah. you know? So anyway, I, I, you know. It so, was his day. It's been his day for a very long time. Yeah. No one in heaven celebrates halloween yeah nobody does it's not mentioned it's not practiced it belongs to the devil i would not take your children anywhere to have anything to do with that uh they're innocent but you as a parent are giving permission when you take them and some people are probably mad at me well at least i told you the truth yeah if i love you i will tell you the truth i want to save you from all kinds of harm and things later on in your life my dad was always right. We wanted to we wanted to go trick-or-treating ourselves. This is way yeah. back in the 50s, okay? In the 50s, people, they didn't have this stuff going on. Yeah. My dad said, I don't like this. I don't think this is God. Yeah. He let, he let us go for a while because we started seeing some things happen on that day. We decided, no, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. So we do not practice it. And yes, I do speak against it whenever I get a chance because you need to be aware. Anything that looks like horror, suffering, death, dying, uh, man manipulation, control, pure evil, you know, the images as well as the actions, 
I know people went to some haunted house somewhere last year and people had horrific uh, uh, testimonies on what they saw and what happened there. Uh, they left really terrified. Wow. And if you've ever done that, you need to loose those encounters and that stuff from your soul, loose from your soul every time you have participated in that or any other day that represents something that Satan is over. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Yeah, and let me, I want to come back just for a moment to you talked about, you used the word both tagged and marked. He tags you and marks if you go to a horror film. By that, are you meaning if you go in, first of all, you've given permission for him to tag you or mark you or urinate you. And from that moment on, unless you repent of it, he has permission to, to what? Well, he'll, well, he'll have, uh, well, demons will follow you sometimes and get you pulled into something darker and deeper because that was your choice to go. And that's what they do. And God himself actually can't stop that because you have a choice. You have a will. You're old enough, you're old enough to understand this is bad and this is wicked. I still want it. You're, you're yourself are giving permission. You wow. do. Wow. Yes, you do need to repent for any time you participated with anything that belonged to the enemy, whether it was things that were said, things that you watched in movies, things that you heard, uh, things that you attended yourself. You need to break all that off of you, especially the witchcraft, break it off of you. And I have news for you. Some of the stuff being, being made, and shown in movies for kids has witchcraft attached to it. Mm. You need to be careful what your kids are going to see. You're responsible. You're, you are raising a soul. You're raising a human soul for God and for what he has planned for them. But you cannot, you cannot put harm in their way if you choose to take them to something that you know is darkness. Yeah. If it's darkness and evil, that is not for your children. It isn't for anybody. It's the one way that Satan can get, get to you is by you give you give permission when you go. You give permission when you go that yes, I chose that. Yes, I knew it was in it. And I went, if you get there by now, you didn't know, then leave. Leave, don't stay. Yeah. And if, if you're friends, your friends, if you're if you're afraid that your friends will be ashamed of you, you don't want to be ashamed of Jesus Christ and his blood. That's yeah. what's keeping you. So all these days, so you can tell them, I'm sorry, I don't participate with the devil. That's a nice line to give. That way you're not saying anything against them. You're speaking against the evil. And I would encourage you to do that. The days coming on this earth, people are going to know absolutely what is of the darkness and what is of the, of the light. Because there's no place to hide in the middle. Pretend like you don't know anything. Yeah. You will see acts. Acts that have already happened during these last two years. that are so wicked beyond imagination. And uh, we are not putting up with it. No one... Okay, no one who voted for the right person who actually won, number 45, wants any of this. This was not our choice. This government was not our choice. The way they're running it was not our choice, and they're not doing anything good for this country. You are about to see the hand of God move, and I mean move mightily, in in this country and in this world. And there'll be no doubt in your heart who won and who didn't win. And we don't need any more evil because God's this devil is pushing us right on the heels of the entry into these days of glory. And God will let it just go so far. And it's ending. It will be an end. This is not our new norm. The fire and the glory and the love of God and creativity, that will be our new norm. 
So good. So good. Well, Kat, we have uh, questions to ask you today, but I want to make sure you have, if there's anything else you want to say or share before we get into questions, let me know. I just know that things are very, very close, especially what I have recently. I don't, just so people know, I don't look up other people and listen to them. I don't, number one, have time. I don't watch videos sent to me by people. I don't listen to broadcast or whatever. I don't have time. It's not yeah. that I don't care. I pray for these people who are doing the work of God, but I, I'm not going to be accused of hearing something and saying it because someone else said it. If I say it, then God said it, and that's the way it is. He won't let me put certain things in my soul. I can't read books people have written. I, I pray for those people. They wrote their book. If it's from God, then I pray that they do well with it. But I am only filled with revelation from the Father, from the Word of God, from what the Holy Spirit takes me and shows me, what from Jesus' plans for this earth. That's what I am filled with, which is why I know if something an enemy comes along trying to fool me. Last night he was trying to tell me to stop breathing. I was going to die anyway. He was and telling I, you to stop what? I out of my room and said, get out, you liar, fryer. I'm not having nothing of your garbage. I will complete what God has given me, and I will do that 100-day, 100-week broadcast. I'm doing it. I'm going to yell loudly against you. So get out, devil. Wow. Wow. And Kat, I, you said that really fast. He was telling you to stop what? Breathing. I had had a, a minor injury to my my chest bone. Okay. And, uh, and because I was overactive, I was healing well. It was doing okay. Nothing broke or anything. Uh, but I was really overactive the other day, so it was hurting. And uh, I just kept holding on to it. And the devil comes up behind me. I went, you sorry thing. Oh, you just need to just stop breathing and give up. You're just not going to survive. Oh, wow. And I turned around. And I went, you are afraid of me. You're afraid of every believer who has God inside and doesn't mind sharing it. You're not going to like what I say tomorrow, but I'm going to say it loud and clear so all of hell can hear it. And when I said that, and then I told him he wasn't going to affect me in any way to get out, he actually ran through, he ran through the wall. Wow. Wow. You know, that was what you just said was very, very helpful because there's a whole, uh, there are thousands of people that just said, that was so good to hear because even Kat, can can get attacked, but look how she handled it. So you really helped a lot that's of people with that. That's how you need that. to handle it, people. Yeah, that's that's great. That's awesome how you did that. So super good. So, um, okay, we got forty five coming back one day soon. Anything else? Yeah. You, you just mentioned that. Anything else about forty five before I get any questions? I think uh, besides him, there's going to be so much activity going on. Uh, you know, on November, if you remember, on November the fourth, twenty twenty. That was the first time God spoke. That was after the day we said we would we'd have the meeting. I mean, the shows up till then, until that day came, and then we wouldn't have any more. That was our original plan. And I remember telling you, Steve, God wants the fourth. He has something to say. And and I called you on the third. He has something to say. And so I wasn't quite sure what he was going to say, but he said it very boldly, that justice was going to come. When the ground began to shake, the 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 amount of fraud exposure would be almost unbelievable to people. The landslide of fraud exposure is actually what he said, will not stop until everyone who's involved in that whole stealing of 2020 election, they will be brought to justice. They will lose their position. They will lose their property. They'll lose their money. They'll lose their voice. Wow. And that's what God the Father said the day after the November 3rd, 2020 elections, 
He already told people they threw them in the river. Uh, they buried them. They burned them. They put fake things. This is this is a, right after this probably still happening. Uh, but he said that the very next day on November the 4th, that was his report. He told me he had something to say, and that was what he said. And you can go uh, back and see that again or find it somewhere else. But I'm telling you, God said that is exactly what I'm going to do, and no one can tell me no. Wow. So good. So good. So, so guess good. what will happen? I'll take a few minutes. Right now, there's being papers made out. I can't tell you who's making those papers. But there are people demanding people to um, leave their positions. So resignations are being written even as I speak. I wouldn't have to tell you who they're for because pretty soon you're going to be see, you're going to see who they're for. But like God said on the 4th of 2020, everyone and everything will be exposed. If you think you've been hiding it really well, you can't hide from God. So and you good. better leave his people alone and not touch his anointed. You may not live very long. I don't mind saying that either because he also said that. So I'm just letting you know, you're about to see the hand of God move. And there are the hearts of heroes in this country getting together with other people in other countries. And guess what? You don't know who they are. I'm talking to the wicked left right now. You yeah. don't know who they are. Satan yeah. can't be everywhere all at the same time. You don't know what's happening. Why don't you check with your leader, the devil, and see him cry? Because you're about to lose everything and so is he. Can't all eat cake and celebrate right now. Absolutely. Justice is already on the earth waiting to get into action. So you mentioned a minute ago, but let me ask it again. So, you you know, we, we, the classic stories of Ananias and Sapphira, of course, they were believers who messed up and they lost their lives. Uh, and then there's the unsaved. And then there's probably those in the middle. Have you seen people just suddenly drop? dead through this thing i i've never asked you this so i don't know what you're going to say have you in seen spirit, that i have in the spirit okay yeah yes because i've already been taken forward to the celebration and right before that celebration what i saw happening exactly what god said wow. they were telling on each other this is the this is all the the lying left so so those it doesn't just have to be the left there's people even on the other side who are secretly being parts and getting paid off to you're going to find out who they are too okay make sure you know who you voted for okay vote for what is right what is life what god would vote for what would jesus do people you know all about that yeah another difference between right and wrong what's wrong is wrong and you can't make that right you yeah. just can't do it so yes i was showing people drop dead on wow. platforms while they were speaking places and they hauled their bodies off wow Wow. Yeah, I wondered. I've never asked that. I don't think so. Yeah, very sobering. Sobering, sobering. Um, okay, are you ready for a few questions? Yes, I'm ready. So Illumination works for us. We does an amazing, fantastic job. She's asking this. She says, I've heard you talk about asking God not to write down the sins of those who have wronged you. Could I ask God not to write down someone's wrongs against me that happened years ago? So I don't know, you know, there's that time thing. Do you understand the question? Yes, In I other do. words, she, yeah. So she, it, it happened years ago. Can she still right now choose to ask God not to yeah, write it write down? Yeah, write that down, yeah. Well, I promise you, he wrote it down back then. I mean, it's written down. I guess you could ask him if if it were, this, what you, when you have a prayer like that, illumination, 
you ask God if it is possible. That's good. If this is a is if this is possible. You can ask that, and that's how I present it to the Father. If this is possible, would you please remove the the harm and the and the the torment that somebody has this person has done to me? Although it was years ago, I want it taken off my record that I held it against them. That would probably work. But this is what God said. Even though I recently have asked God to not write down the harm, I didn't even call it a sin. I said, write down the harm that someone did against me. It was unjust. God, you know that. But because I have a true forgiveness in my heart, I'm forgiving them for doing it right now, right after it was done. I forgive them. I'm going to act like they never did it. And also, would you please not write it down against them? He didn't write it down. But this is what he said to me. I will not write that down, but I will tell you this. There will be consequences to pay with everybody else against them. Because they can't say that. I can ask God not to write it down, but everybody who's watching that stuff and knows about it, they're angry, they're upset, they don't want relationships with them now. And I'm not even going to say their names because I forgave them. But this is the consequences. In the natural, there are consequences that will happen. Number one, they're still doing it. And number two, that's their choice. They chose to do this, although God's word says something different. So God himself did not write it down as a wrong. Yeah. The consequences they will face because of what they did, that's up to them if they stop, if they say, you know, I'm sorry for doing all that stuff. You know, there's that, there's that scripture that says, in wrath, remember mercy. Could you say, Lord, in wrath that this person deserves, I've forgiven him. Remember mercy. And here, here's an example. Um, I know of a person, you know, not that they would be known out and about, but their son was accidentally killed in an altercation. There was a fight, but he felt the son fell over backwards and hurt himself. And he told me this story, and and God said to him, because it was going to going to go to trial, and God said to him. Um, I won't say his name, but God says, what do you want? And uh, meaning towards the towards the one who, who pushed him and he died because it was a real fight. And, and, and his answer was, Lord, I want mercy. Yes. And so that was an okay prayer to pray then, right? He asked God to show mercy. Well, I don't know the what mer- that. The mercy could be many different things, Steve. Yeah. The mercy was that it wouldn't be written down in heaven. But on the earth, even the legal consequences of somebody proving that and knowing that, they may that mercy may be they go lighter on him. But I don't think that that means in the natural he won't have to pay some kind of a price. Okay. I don't know what that price would be. Yeah. But because you're asking that that way, at, when it happened, when it happened. Yeah. That, that probably means that they would get a lighter sentence or maybe let go sooner, sooner. But that would be a big thing that God would have to influence the judges, the jury, all the people involved in the, in the trial and stuff like that. Okay. And sometimes he will for certain reasons. But and sometimes, most of the time, I think they pay some kind of a price for their actions. Well, yeah. Okay. That's really helpful. That's going to help a lot of people, too. You know, these both of these questions have been really helpful to a lot of people. All right. Julie, who does our producing, and she helped me get these flowers behind me. Thank you, Julie. Um, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, she, she's asking this question. She gave me permission to say her name. So she says, I'm leaving the country next week. I've noticed in the last week, I've seen bright golden orbs 
or circles in my house. I know these are angels, and what I've noticed is they've gotten bigger than what I've seen them before. Am I being assigned new or bigger angels or hosts? That's her question. I think there's an increase in the authority that she has and the dominion that God has given her because she's been willingly been uh, obedient to what he asked of her and, and has operated really well in forgiving people and seeking up things from God himself. If, if they've changed in any way, if there's more there, absolutely, yes, that means that your, your assignment is about to get something added to it. Uh, it the fact that they're, they're gold or brighter lights now, that's a whole uh, more authority and dominion thing. That's what that means. Okay, more authority and dominion. Yes. Good, 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 good. All right. Um, so I guess this ha must have to do with decrees because they're talking about speaking. A few viewers are asking the same question. Is there something or are there things, either way, we can pray or speak against Halloween displays in neighborhoods or public spaces? Should you speak or decree against those in some way? Yes, we do that ourselves every time we come into our development. There's people that have really horrible displays. And uh, yes, I do. I speak against them. I say, in the name of Jesus Christ, that stuff will become like dust. It will be in no one's memory. It will not affect one single person in their spirit wow. or in the flesh at any kind whatsoever. And I do nullify any effects. I nullify any wicked, evil, sadistic, torture, death, dying, suffering spirits that have been brought along with that stuff. I evict them from this neighborhood in Jesus' name, and you will not come back. Good. So I'm speaking to the evil spirits attached to these things that people put in front of their houses because they're actually portraying part of hell. Uh, I mean, it's gotten it's gotten darker because of the dark people who are trying to run this country. They allow more darkness here, but because people are standing up and finally becoming filled with God and saying things, they're not having as much of an effect. But if you go by and say nothing, you actually are just allowing them to remain until oh, something wow. down. Well, that kind of reminds me of, you know, because I've gone, you know, we're very careful in the movies we go to, but we may be heading down the hall to see a nice family movie, passing by some really evil movies. Could you do the same thing about that? Speak against Oh, I, 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 I almost make a hobby out of that. Okay. If there's anything to see, I actually take authority before I get to the theater, people. Before you get there, if you know, like right now, there's almost nothing worth seeing whatsoever. Yeah. I go by and I wave my hand. I said, I send the anointing that destroys every yoke of darkness, trying to attach people to the evil or the wickedness or the horror. I nullify the effect. I evict those spirits from that place. And people will become bored of watching them. And they'll have to replace the movie in Jesus' name. And you can do that in hotel rooms you stay in and all. I don't go light. in the hotel until I do it. <laughs> really? Really? I certainly do. I have authority over any darkness. I do. Okay? We're of the light. We are here representing God. And Jesus said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. That really means you have that. So I'm not going into a hotel until I kick everything out into a dry place. I release the life of God to flood every room. I go through and touch the hallway walls and say, I release the anointing to destroy every yoke of darkness in this place or any attack of the enemy. So I don't just kick the devil out. I release God into that place. That's interesting. You know, that reminds me of this has to be almost probably 15 years ago. We were in France and they took us around. I think they were considering a property for the church. It was a some sort of um, 
compound almost. There were several buildings. And they wanted to know what I was discerning. And I was pretty new at that. But I walked around and I said, someone, meaning a human being, has gone around and peed to mark this territory for the devil. Um, I didn't know now what I know you just said. I just gave him the information. I should have nullified it right there, right? Yes. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Do human beings, I mean. Any claim or stake that the enemies put out. Yeah. We are here to, it says, you know, we're here to occupy until Christ comes. Occupy means take authority. That's what that word. Occupy like an army. Yeah. You occupy. You're over everything that goes on in your area where you live, especially. You have a high authority and dominion over the area or the city you live in. You always do. So I will run all the drug. It was used to be the drug people. Now it's human trafficking, all, all the kind of stuff that will be exposed, brought to justice because this city is becoming a city of light. And I will not tolerate darkness in the city of any form whatsoever. I rule with Jesus Christ here. And as a king, I make a ruling. You will get out. And you need to do that in any place you know that is doing a wicked, evil things. Don't just walk by some place that's having, you know, nudity shown on stages. Make sure you take authority over it. It'll become nothing. And guess what? I did that one time, and that place is nothing now. Wow. Wow. You, you have a voice. Use your voice for God. You take authority. Christ says we rule and reign with him now in this earth now and in the times to come. We will rule with him. You have rulership. You speak against any of that darkness that has no right to be around you or anywhere that you will not tolerate it. Uh, if you're not if you're not participating with the darkness, you have every right to speak against the darkness and not tolerate it. You know, and one more example. This reminds me of a story. It's a known prophet, not as well known as others, but it's a known prophetess. And she was uh, driving by one of those palm reader, tarot card reader places. Oh, yeah. and, she, and she started... Uh, cursing the place in so many words. I don't know what words she used. And God stopped her short and he said, don't curse the place, curse the money that's keeping it in business. So she said, oh, okay. She was at a stoplight. And so she said, I curse the money that's that's keeping that in business. And a woman came running out of the place screaming, saying, no. So it had an immediate effect to curse. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think either it was the person who would be losing the money, who ran the place. Uh, you know, Satan does give them some sense of what's going on, and sometimes they will hear demons speak to them. I mean, those places really ha- are partnering with demons, even if yeah. they don't know what they are. And they may start screaming. So if they're yeah. screaming, other people in there, if they're participating, may not hear that scream, but the person running it will. So it could have been them hearing those yeah. words spoken. And that's why they ran off with screaming, no, they meant, no, I don't want that to happen. But you can't stop a believer who knows what they're doing, taking authority uh, with Jesus Christ, especially with I, his name. They're I've not, never, never forgotten that because she's sitting inside her car at a stoplight and she just did that real quick. So that was a, yeah. oh, oh, that was amazing. All right. Uh, let's see. So Diane asks, she says, I'm wearing an I don't do demon shirt for a Halloween party. And for the 31st, what simple reply would you suggest for those who might ask about the shirt? Now, I don't know if she means Halloween party or harvest party. She's she's calling it a Halloween party, so I can't, I don't know which kind of secular slash 
Some people actually think it's perfectly okay to participate with having candy, having some little refreshments. No, it's not. Unless God sent you there. If he sent you there to be a witness and share something that might rescue somebody, that's different. You're choosing yourself. I'm going to go to this place and enjoy all the stuff, but I won't participate that it belongs to Satan. You're not doing, you're not doing anything good unless he sent you there. If he okay. did an assignment. Wow. But I tell people, if people, this is the thing, it's not a good witness. If people see you there, walk by, they're at this party, and they've got images of, of the wicked in hell and death and dying stuff all over the place, they know what it is, and they know that they think they're having a good time. They don't realize they're getting marked by the enemy. So if you go as a believer because you have a good shirt on that says something, don't go there and, unless Jesus Christ tells you. Go to the mall and wear it. Go to the mall where there's not no party going on. And then when people ask you, you can say, I don't participate with hell. I don't approve of anything hell does. I nullify all of their images. I nullify all of their actions in Jesus' name because they are not of the light. She should walk around the mall with that or someplace where there's people, but I would not go to something called a Halloween party. Right. And, and I might as well make a comment about this. A lot of churches, because they don't want kids going to do trick-or-treating, they will have a harvest or fall fest. Oh. I do want to say this. This is the time to celebrate the fall. It is a time to celebrate harvest. I've been to many harvest events and they were fun. And people there prayed for everybody else while we were there. They got on the loudspeaker, really prayed together against the people who were participating in the darkness. Uh, something like that would be perfectly okay. Just don't dress like something of the darkness. Yeah. Uh, don't go to a church harvest festival, which our, our church, I don't know if they're having one this year. I don't, I don't remember. I asked. I think they're going to do something different. But every year on this day, they would always have powerful, big events. They'd have God's music playing, amazing music. People would get, get fellowship. Uh, some people would talk about, you know, knowing Christ more. But it was a fun family thing. It had nothing to do that it was part of Halloween. They never called it a Halloween anything. That's None good. of the leaders dressed like that. They spoke against that stuff. So that is a different. That would be an option you could could do in, in honoring All Saints Day or Reformation Day. I think it'd be great if somebody had an All Saints Day event and yeah. then tell people. But when they did that, people from the neighborhood came, which they wanted to win to Christ. And now no one else would be wearing this, but they would come in dressed as people that look like the darkness. And they looked around and saw everybody wearing everything else. And they started asking, well, what, what is this? And they would say, we're not celebrating Halloween. We don't participate with celebrating with, with Hell's Day. We bring yeah. food with the light in Jesus Christ. So do you want to know about it? And that has yeah. actually helped to lead people to Christ. So you can't walk up to someone in this area and say, get out of here. You look evil. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They would never want to come darken your door on your yeah. property. Yeah. Let's say, so we just want you to know that um, we love you and care about your family, but we don't dress like that during this time of the year because we don't partner with darkness. So, um, so, so people going to hay rides and corn mazes and all of that, that's just, even if it's on the same day, it's there. It's a substitute because it's a fall. It's not really a substitute. It's a fall. It's festival. not a substitute for Halloween. It yeah. is. They, there are places that have always, like a hundred years, have had fall festivals during yeah. this time of the year because it is harvest time in northern yeah. places. I, I I would go up to Virginia all the time, and our 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 grandchildren and our 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 you know our daughter and our son-in-law. They always would do the corn maze fun things. And they would do on, I don't know if it was church property, I think it was the school property, but everybody who went to the elementary school growing up, the biggest fall festival I've ever seen, there was never any mention of Satan. 
There was never any of the dressing like for the other thing, the other holiday. Yeah. That was a fun family day. It was all about fall and harvest time because a lot of the farmers had harvested. And, and some of them hold them in their barns at the end of the fall, the fall season, which would be the end of October. That's uh, so, so that's going on. That's a totally different thing. Yeah. That's not something yeah, and that's a have. delightful, fun harvest thing to do. You know, yeah. pick out a pumpkin, you know, make your pumpkin pie. They have you know. pie contest and cake baking yeah. contest and dark hand stuff contest, though. Yeah. It's a fun so, time for families. So good. Okay. Mary asks, what's the difference between the nine? Now we're moving into other kiss. Uh, what's the difference between the nine gifts of the spirit and the other gifts of the spirit, such as charity, generosity, et cetera? Does every believer get one of the nine? That's a question. I'm sure that you would have one of the nine, but again, uh, that is not your gift. That's totally different. Uh, the gifts of the spirit and gifts of how to live your life, that's the others, show kindness, give charity and all that stuff. That is identifying you as someone who cares, who loves for God and helping people. I think a lot of people probably has one or two, have one or two of those gifts. Um, but the, the thing about when you go to heaven, the gift you operate in is not a spiritual gift at all. It's your natural gift you have that you are really good at. And people even say you're really good at doing that stuff. Yeah. Some people go, well, I don't know what it is. Well, you have, you may have more than one. You could have more than one gift. And uh, so you probably would operate in both of those in heaven. But most people, you'll find out if you don't even think about it anymore, something you love to do when you were younger, maybe you don't have the opportunity. That doesn't mean what your hobbies are on the earth now would be the hobby or the gift God made you. Every good and perfect gift would be us coming down from the yeah. top. And and on the on the gifts, there are people who do many, many things because they've got hobbies and many, many things. Are they gonna they're gonna be like that in heaven, right? Many, many things that they would do, right? Oh yeah, there's all kinds of things to participate in heaven, be a part of, enjoy, go and, and have fun with and, and exciting things, yes. There's places of excitement and fun everywhere in heaven. There's also places that are so amazing and so profound. I love that two of the things that are used to describe heaven are wonder and splendor. That's good. I would have to say splendor is absolutely things that happen in the throne room and a few other places around heaven that are so filled with splendor. Everybody goes there probably often just to see the demonstrations of the of the light of God, the fire yeah. of God. Uh, his he makes things even in heaven for us in heaven and gives them out at different places in heaven. So wonder you're always undone. You are so undone by the goodness and the love of God of what he has blessed you with, what he blesses with everybody in heaven and the fact that he wants to spend time with just you. That is also That's amazing. That's good. All right. I accident, accidentally skipped this one. Carrie, age nine, asks this question. My goldfish died a week ago, and I can't stop thinking about him. I had him three years, and I feel like I failed him, this Carrie saying. My dad tried to help save him, and we prayed for him all the time, but he died. I read your book about Chester. Do you think my goldfish will be in my mansion, too? Will he forgive me? that I failed at making him well, and he died. I think, Carrie, that he doesn't even think about the fact that that he thinks that you didn't take good care of him. Mm. I think what he will say to you when you get there is he's so happy you loved him so much and that you missed him. 
they don't think like pets don't even think about the things they went through before their life ended or anything like that they will remember you of course he's going to be in your mansion just like chester was in uh, brandon's mansion of course and he will remember you when you get there but all he'll say is thank you for loving me thank nice. you nice and he will he will talk he'll say thank you right all pets talk in heaven yeah i love it i love it i love it by the way speaking of animals uh, Satan is Lord of the Flies. That's an, what's the deal with flies, and why is Satan the Lord of them? Is that some creature that God didn't choose to make, or why are flies going to be in heaven, or what's going on with that? I I've never seen a fly in heaven. I've seen a lot of other insects, never seen a fly. Um, I think because Satan uses them to persecute, and he does. I'm quite sure. Uh, Flies are not a good thing for any reason. The only thing they do is they give food to the frogs, the lizards, and the snakes. <laughs> They're food people for the reptiles. That's what they are. Uh, so I don't know anything further than that is a title given to him that I guess maybe he didn't really have any authority except over that one thing. Yeah, that's an amazing title. It hasn't, it hasn't reached the top of the of the uh, the animal kingdom to try to control. Yeah, I can almost see, you know. Menial things that don't even really have a soul fly yeah i can almost I see he has a big fly swatter in hell I think yeah, it's like it, it's like you know satan said to jesus if you'll do this and this and this and bow down and worship, i'll give you all these things it's almost as if the lord said you know what you're not lord of that you're lord of the flies it's like <laughs> that's all you're lord of so <laughs> that's it. anyway okay chrissy asks this is there a difference in your prayer language and in parentheses tongues and the gift of tongues, are they the same thing or are they different? That's I the think they're, they're, if she's talking about the getting filled with the Holy Spirit tongues, uh, people call it many different things. They'll, they'll call it, you know, just lay hands, receive the Holy Spirit. The evidence of receiving Holy Spirit is you speak in tongues. There's a very real reason why that happens. I know this too. When you pray in tongues or speak in tongues, Satan cannot understand you. He does not have the ability to understand tongues. It brings great confusion to him, frustration to him, aggravation to him, because we're praying in a language he has nothing to do with and does not understand. So yeah. I think one of the other purposes for having that, of course, you are praying the perfect prayer in the, in the spirit when you pray in tongues. Regardless of what people call it, if you invited the Holy Spirit into you, you prayed for that gift of tongues. That's the tongues you're talking about has power in them and the enemy cannot understand them. I would advise people, it's almost been kind of forgotten or maybe not even forgotten, but just not used in church, but it should be. It's something very powerful in the spirit to pray in the spirit. And you can even say, Father, I'm praying for this person in the spirit. You may not even know if you don't get an interpretation of those yeah. tongues. You may not know, but you're, I tell you this, you are praying the perfect prayer for that person, for that situation. And the enemy can't try to do anything about it because he doesn't know what you're saying. So, so the, I would say this for tongues, whether it's one or the other, Satan cannot understand those tongues. So it sounds like Chrissy's trying to decide if the terminology, if if your prayer language and tongues are the same thing. And I'm hearing you say it's the same thing, right? In that way, if it is those tongues, but you can pray in the spirit that's not even about tongues. Uh, when you pray a prayer in the spirit that is anointed, that, that God has given you to pray or something you're passionate about praying for, it makes it powerful because it's coming from your heart. 
So that I also would, that would be another way, praying in the spirit or under the influence of the spirit. That would be different than tongues. Okay, um, so I'm not quite clear. If you pray in the spirit, are you praying in a kind of a tongue? Or are you just praying with your own words, but you're but you're but you're praying in the spirit? What which are you saying? There are two different types. There's two okay. different types. Okay, uh, you you may not even be filled with the Holy Spirit. You can pray a very powerful prayer, and Holy Spirit may be guiding you into praying that. You may hear Him say, "Well, don't forget about praying about this." Don't forget this person. And you pray when you're in your prayer time, then that is a powerful prayer. That would still be praying in the spirit. Now, praying in tongues, that you know for sure that's exactly what that is. Yeah. Praying in tongues that, that the Holy Spirit brought to the earth when he was sent to the earth. And you speak in those tongues. Those tongues are uh, are a spiritual language. Okay, now I'm going to drill down one more time because even yeah. I'm, I can be dense at times. If I'm praying in the spirit, uh, because God's told me something and I totally am tapping into him, am I using my own language or am I using what sounds like tongues? You can use your own language okay. if he has told you to pray that way. Okay. If, it's, if it's a special prayer or a certain reason why he's asking you to pray, then okay. that could be, it could be. But praying in tongues is that heavenly language that yeah. comes down in your tongue as you begin to utter those, it's mainly sounds or syllables that you're praying. Yeah. Um, something that we may not understand. But I remember the day when somebody would say, let's pray, and somebody would get a message in tongues. Someone else in that meeting would get an interpretation, and they would yeah. actually say what those tongues were because the Holy Spirit gave them that interpretation of that. And okay. either that or just declaring and decreeing yourself. Uh, sometimes when you declare and decree, people will do that in tongues. That doesn't mean it's for an interpretation. That means it's something that's serious, serious that they want to okay. hear about. Now, John, it was said, uh, John was in the spirit, or he said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. What what was that, if you can put that into words? It is a, it's a way that you walk your life out. Um, I'm in the spirit a lot. I walk in the spirit a lot. That means I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not receiving man's stuff. I'm not seeking man for any answers. I'm not, I'm not. I don't have everything come along and I don't gauge it or see it by the flesh because it says, if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I mean, that means if you stay in that place of always hearing and listening, uh, then you're going to know what to do and say at all times. You won't think, well, I better judge this by the flesh. This is what so-and-so did about the situation. Or I think this would be the best way to do this. You weren't, you weren't hearing that in the spirit. And you have to stay tuned in to the spirit and then you will be letting guide everything that is presented to me. I judge it according to what the spirit of God would say or do about it. I do not judge it by my flesh. Okay. Well, that, okay. That leads me to one more because you know me and my rabbit trails. Okay. So like 30 years ago ish, 30, maybe 32, there was a gentleman and he was one of the elders in the church. This is in Texas. And everybody want his first name is Glenn. Everybody wanted Glenn to speak over them because he would prophesy. He would use we use the term read their mail. He would he would know things and he would prophesy it and everybody wanted it. He was a godly man. I sought counsel from him from time to time. During the time that I knew him, and he would speak these words over people, he'd call them out from the front. He had never yet spoken in tongues. Talk about 
how that was possible or what that means? Well, you know, um, people can prophesy. You can prophesy without speaking in tongues. That's a totally different thing. Everyone can be prophetic. It says so in the Bible. Yeah. From a prophetic viewpoint doesn't mean you had to be filled with the spirit. Doesn't mean you had to speak in tongues. And I know friends, I have people that do it a lot. And uh, that your personal choice to invite, you have to just like you invite Christ to, you invite Christ to be your savior. And then he moves inside of you to get the Holy Spirit. Now, when you get saved, the Holy Spirit comes alongside of you and he will guide you from that place. But when you invite the Holy Spirit to indwell you, he actually moves in. And then you hear him from in here, not out here. Um, but but that doesn't mean you can't be prophetic. People yeah. can hear prophetic words. They hear God say things about, to pe- about people, and they can then they say them. Um, and then you're being prophetic. That has nothing yeah. to do with being filled with the Spirit. Okay, Ken, I'm going to give you one more, Cat. You're on a roll, and you're doing good. So um, Paul writes, and he says, "Our body is the temp- your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Um, is it or is it not true that when you receive Christ at that moment, your body becomes the temple of the Holy Spirit? Or are you saying he only comes beside you so far? Yeah, I would say he comes beside you. It is, it is where Christ, Christ dwells in you. Okay. So, so when you invite Christ as your savior, he does come inside of you. And then he is in there, and then, but he said, I will send the Holy Spirit when he goes, when Christ went back to heaven, I'll send him to lead you and guide you and show you things to come. He does that. Holy Spirit is out here. Yeah. Okay. Him. Once you invite Holy Spirit in, then you become also a temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, okay. That you're a carrier. That's what that means. The temple of the Holy Spirit doesn't mean you're a church. It means yeah. you're, you're a physical carrier of Holy Spirit who has now come to indwell you. And he will show you things to come. He'll give you he'll give you revelation on the word of God. He may give you things to say to people also that would be prophetic. Yeah. Okay, can I give you one more? Sure. These are experience <laughs> here on the road. We're in the spirit, walking in the spirit. Okay, when I first uh I was baptized at the age of 10, I believe I was saved, although it was in that tradition that didn't know very much about it, but they accepted Christ. Okay, when I had this encounter with the Lord. Um, 1981, so 41 years ago, I had an encounter where the spirit it was walked in the room in the in the Bible. It was almost as if the word came alive on top of the Bible. It was almost three dimensional. The room and went went into slow motion. I knew nothing yet about being filled with the spirit. I never asked for the Holy Spirit because I didn't believe in it. From that moment on. The Bible flipping came alive to me, and I couldn't put it down. I was reading and reading. So, what was that? Did the I mean, did I just by because God chose just jump? You know, the Spirit came in me and on me, or what? What would you say about that? I would say He probably came over you if you had never actually invited Him in. I also know this. People who are in services where a lot of people are getting filled with the Spirit, he just comes in anyway. Okay. That's what one of the things is. If you're attending, in that, back in the day when people really began to get filled with the Holy Spirit, I remember those days. I was born in the 50s. I remember those days where people began to sincerely uh, seek the Holy Spirit. It says they would go to meetings where people get filled with the Spirit. 
and the Holy Spirit was over everybody in there, and all of a sudden they would just get, yeah, they would just come into them, yeah. and they would start speaking in tongues. And then after that, they just continued to speak in tongues. So yeah. there are ways if the Holy Spirit knows your heart, okay. knows that your soul's cry is, he'll just come in. If you if you don't mind, we can always say I don't receive you. Yeah. I don't know who's done that, but I have. Yeah, seen no, I did that. Heart. I did that very profoundly in years later as I learned about it. But you can't at this one event. That happened to me. I didn't realize the scripture was about to come alive until a few yeah. days later. But yeah. in, in the same meeting, and a group of us that knew nothing about that, uh, inviting the Holy Spirit, our our friend who heard the, the encounter that I was describing that I had just had, kneels down in prayer, and she started speaking in tongues under the anointing of the Holy Spirit at the same meeting because of the same encounter I had. I didn't get that for a year, a few years later. She had it instantly. So it was like, it sounds like what you're describing, like he just came in anyway, almost. Although I did invite him years later. So fascinating thing. I think it's the Spirit. The Spirit does know everything everywhere. I mean, he just, Holy Spirit knows everything everywhere at all the same time. He knows it. He knows what, What's what where your heart is, he knows where your hunger is. And if he knows that what you're crying out for, even if it's inside, he's just gonna come move in. He can come move in. That's good. That's really, really good. Yeah, and I had to contend for tongues years, like I said, a few years. Um, and I kept asking and asking, and he kind of like took his good time for the tongues, but but you know, I but the scripture was like so alive. I had never heard had anything like that in my life. I thought, where did this where did these words come from? You know, it well, just... one one example is um, we I we 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 got invited our group. Okay, we I was always a part of the Father's Company Dance Company Christian Dance Company, very powerful in the spirit. Um, they did a lot of dance intercession and stuff like that. And they were invited to come to a Baptist church. Somebody wanted to know this how do you use uh, christianity how do you preach the gospel and they invited but what no one ever said to us was this church had been seeking more of god for six weeks they oh, were wow. having nightly services seeking god we want the more they didn't even know what the more was they didn't know holy spirit they were seeking 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 and the day before we came the whole church got baptized in the holy spirit really by the holy spirit, by the holy spirit. Wow. And so while we were there, they knew we were spirit-filled people. They knew we were, they called us tongue talkers. They knew we were. So when they got into performing, they came up and said, can we please ask a question of somebody in here? And they started speaking in tongues. And then the whole <laughs> church started speaking in tongues. They went, we, we need to know what is this? What is this? What is this? We can't stop doing it. What is this? Wow. <laughs> the whole church of 200 and some people, they were seeking more. That was the more. They got invaded by Holy Spirit, and and we we didn't laugh at them, but we just kind of laughed at the situation. Yeah, and we said, "You have been pursuing more of God. More of God is baptism in the Holy Spirit. Once you receive Christ, baptism in the Holy Spirit is what you should ask for next. You were seeking more, more of Him, more of Christ. You wanted more. He gave it to you. So what you have now is your a prayer language that is from Holy Spirit." And if he's moving on you to pray in those tongues, just keep praying in those tongues. And probably one day I'll come along and somebody will get an interpretation and the church can stand up and tell you what was just said by that person. 
Um, but you you started on a journey that your denomination almost never does. But the whole yeah. church got it. They weren't telling anybody until they found out what it was. <laughs> well, you know, and I, I've told parts of the story on and off, but I was at that meeting to set them straight. I knew they were deceived and off <laughs> and wrong. And so God knew my heart because I wanted to do right yeah. and be right. Yeah. And I, I, the way I describe it is God walked in the room by the spirit. The scripture came alive and I, and I, and I never looked back as far as the scripture. It just yeah. came alive. But then later I would, so God will do all kinds of funny, crazy things yes. that, that don't, that don't match anyone else's experience. And right. I go, well, how did that happen to you? I don't know. Uh, well, all I know is once I was blind, now I see it's like that. That's right. You know, so, well, Kat, thank you so much. This is really, really, really good. I know a lot of people got help. Would you, yeah. would you go ahead and pray for the people and whatever God gives you? Yeah, Father, I just pray for all of your children, God. I pray for those even yeah. seeking you that don't know you, don't, don't know your son yet, God, that their eyes be open. That especially this time of year, yeah. open their eyes to the truth about the darkness, but also about you and who you yeah. are and how your son gave his life for all of us. Let them live by that truth. I thank you, Father, that the darkness is about to be pushed back, crushed and pushed back in these coming days on the earth when the glory will be seen around the world, when men will be free of evil and darkness for a very long time and that new inventions and creations are coming. Bring hope. I impart hope to those people right now. Hope for life. Hope for freedom. Hope for joy. Hope for celebration. Hope for your family. Hope that comes from God alone. Let them feel your presence, begin to invade them, invade their home. Let them know you love, that you care for them very much, that your son would have done it all over again because he so loves. Good. I thank you, Father, for the darkness being fully exposed, justice coming, and us getting on in acceleration with our lives for all the things you have planned, Father. So I just release life and presence of God, his will, his way, the good days coming on this earth in Jesus name. Receive it. Amen. 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 So good. It's always, always so good. Today felt even better. It's always feels better, but God bless you. Can't talk about uh, enjoy your cake. I have one too. I'm going to take, take a bite. A bite. If you're going to take a bite. I'm going to take a bite. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, oh man. There's nothing like chocolate cake. Mm. Um, I said if there was ever money in heaven, it would be chocolate. <laughs> now, don't run totally. around telling people I said chocolate was money in heaven. I said if they don't have money, you don't need money. Everything is clean. <laughs> all the chocolate cakes, which are actually the size of your dining room table, um, you can have all the cake you want. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank the Lord for Milton Hershey that God gave him the, oh, yes. the, the American the version. Day. The European version of chocolate was not the same, and he, he made the American version. Yeah. I even watched some of the specials. It's just amazing. Like, what yeah. an anointing God put on him. Well, talk about just for a moment your revealingheaven.com and catcur.com so people will revealing, know. Revealingheaven.com is our um, it's our number one website, it's where we share um, coming events, it's where we have our store there, all the products that we have made. For people to enjoy and help advertise heaven. Um, hell has enough things out there, right? 
I mean, look yeah. how long Satan's been pushing all of his garbage and his junk and his darkness. It's about time heaven flooded this earth with things you wear, you walk on, you hang on your wall, you drive on your car. We 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 reveal heaven on earth, but we also help to create it. So that's where you would find it on revealingheaven.com. There's testimonies there. I think they're just about re ready to be finished upgrading um, that website. Then we have catcur.com. And the one thing about Cat Kerr is God calls it his spiritual yeah, yeah. platform to say whatever he wants to, whenever he wants to. That's the number one purpose for it. But it's also the only place online that you can give to me online if you want it's to. good. There's no other website. There's no other Facebook. There's no other place that I have ways for you to do this. Only catcur.com. And I thank you, all you guardians who are part of the guardian zone. If you sign up to be a regular a member or giver, we love you so much. We couldn't do this without you. We bless you in the name yeah. of the Lord. We pray over all of the monies that you send in to yeah. help reveal heaven to this world. And God will thank you also one day. Yeah. For awesome. Thank you for being a part of us and look forward to greatness in your life. Great days of glory coming. Are your children being redeemed? This country being redeemed? The world being redeemed? It's not time to end everything yet. Only okay. the Father knows when that is, and He's not ready to give it up, people. The devil's okay. going to have to hand it over because He isn't going to have it any longer. He thinks He does, but remember, yeah, remember He's an epic failure. That's what He is. God is the glory. He's filled with glory, love, life. And he has power that he will use on your behalf in these coming days on the earth. And you will know that he has been with you all along. He loves you. He will never leave you. His son gave everything for you. So, Father, I thank you for blessing everybody. Bring us suddenly in their life. They never thought would happen. That's when these things begin. When you see suddenly one after another happen in your life, something is happening in the spirit that will never be reversed. It will only be accelerated for you in Jesus' name. Totally amen. amen and amen cat thank you so much give our love to your staff we appreciate it uh everybody have a great day we're gonna a uh, quick reminder cash patel he happens to be a close friend and confidant to president trump he will be on tomorrow in our prophets and patriots show wow. so you do not want to miss that at this stage so god bless you all have a great day everybody thanks again cat we'll see you later everybody bye-bye <laughs> This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.